Hello everyone, Leslie here with a quick reminder. Yes, we are tackling Alan Moore's Jerusalem. Join us for that special episode on the first 200 pages this week on Sesh Plus at scsh.plus or patreon.com slash struggle session or struggle session.substack.com. Peace. I'm offering you a truce. I want you with us. What do you think? I'm stupid. Redane prota uchano. Says nu praga u prota umpano. You familiar with the blood god? Frost. You're nothing to me but another dead vampire. Right. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third. I'm Jack Allison. And today we are joined once again by Murder Brian for a long anticipated episode because we've been talking about this for forever. I was shocked when I found out found out that Brian had not seen this movie. It finally came to Netflix. He finally watched it. Blade. Blade 2 as well. Blade Trinity, we're not going to fucking talk about it except to <laughs> say how terrible it is. But yeah, Blade. We fi- and we have Brian on. Thank you so much for coming on, man. You're welcome. I have seen Blade Trinity a very long time ago. It's not on Netflix for some reason now. Like, they're trying to hide it. Uh, there's a bunch of that on Netflix right now. They they I've never seen Hellboy. And oh, they, wow. You, and you they like ha- that one. Yeah, they have Hellboy 2, but they don't have Hellboy 1. So it's like, okay, I guess I got to wait until well, they two, decide to get Hellboy. Two is be- you can watch Hellboy 2. It doesn't matter. And it's actually better. I have to check it out. I, I haven't. I, I hadn't seen Blade. It happened. Uh, we just did a show on our feed about uh, action movies with Leslie. And I told him that there was this long period of my life where like I just didn't watch any action movies. I thought that like you couldn't. Like I, I wanted to be a snob, like an like a, a movie snob, so right. bad that like I was just like I shan't watch this trash. Because <laughs> yeah, it's cool to be a movie snob. So uh... it was when I it it definitely was when I was a cable guy. But now that I'm like sort of a media person, it's very uncool. <laughs> I I wonder if we are in that era anymore because looking at Ryan Tomatoes, apparently the only the, what makes you a mo- movie buff is that you think every disney movie is the you greatest like thing to ever you like every movie like is what makes you a buff it's all 80 percent. everything on rotten tomatoes <laughs> is now between 60 and 80 <laughs> percent like rotten tomatoes is dead to me i only look at audience ratings i will not i i look at audience ratings on google and i'll look on rotten tomatoes but that score for the critics, I'm out. I it it's not real. It's, That's a and number, we took, and we took that away from you. You did because that was how <laughs> I picked everything. It was like, it was like every movie. If I saw that an action movie came out and it got twenty percent, I'd be like, oh well, that means it's actually really bad. But then you look over at the audience rating and it's like eighty percent. You're like, okay, that means the movie actually kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that rating is a better indicator of just what the ad buy looked like on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and it's also like the audience tuned in to like they they like came to see a move like a Jason right. Statham movie. So like the critics. Well, like you, that's another thing you guys have said on the show is like the critics like everything now. So <laughs> like they're they're not trustworthy and they like uh, they were supposed to hate those movies anyway, but they right. don't anymore. Every like every it should be that every movie gets like 30 percent. That's actually and then like two <laughs> like the most Oscar movies of the year get like in the 90s or something like that. Like that would that that would be a better uh, uh, way for it to be. I want movies to be in the 30s. It feels like every time you see a movie, you have to be in awe of it. <laughs> and then maybe you're allowed to go back and watch it a second time when it's on Netflix and be like, eh, maybe that wasn't so great. But as soon as it comes out, if you don't if you don't think it's incredible, then yeah. you're an asshole. I think really what's happened is they've just made the seats really good at movie theaters. <laughs> and so everyone's like, if you go to a movie and it has the reclining, then fuck you. If you yeah. like found a way to not like it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking about a movie that meant a lot to me. I still remember the first time I watched it. I was in high school um, and I got to see this in like the empty, uh, empty theater. Cause it came out the same week as my birthday and and I never have seen a film that has blown me away as much as Blade with just the, how like perfect it encapsulated something that I always wanted but didn't know, right? Because Blade went from the comic books is very different than the movie character. Um, he's kind of a lame, actually. He's kind of a square. He's not as cool. <laughs> he's he's British, actually, in the comic books, Ugh. even though half the time he Ugh, speaks jive. Terrible. terrible. <laughs> he, spe he speaks jive half the time, but he's Aren't British. The, are, British characters in comics, just as an aside, are never as good as the American ones. I'm going to no, go never. on that. Like Whenever it's like Captain Britain shows up in Marvel, come on. Come on. Come on. V, except for V, right? Like v, he, V's he's good. V's the cool. best one. I mean, it is telling that Alan Moore is a British guy, but he's always writing like American heroes, like uh, most of the time. I mean, I'm a huge fan of cowboys. And like, that yeah. doesn't mean that it has to be American or a white guy. Like, Blade is basically a cowboy. Like, it, so I think that's why, like, when you Americanize stuff, you're basically just making a cowboy. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I guess I like cowboys. When you see this movie and the first thing you see is that goddamn blood rave with a New Order remix techno song playing and the blood comes down from the ceiling. That's one of the coolest scenes in all of film. It's so 90s, but still kind of like timeless, like the fashion and the style from this film. Like it doesn't feel dated when I watch this. I feel like if I went to an underground rave, I might still see people dress like this. Yeah, I like that. That first scene kicks ass because like blood has been like sort of removed from everything now. Like, you know, you do like a there. The, I saw the Predator recently and there's blood mm. in that and it was almost shocking. And plus, like. I fucking hate CGI. Like, I think I hate CGI, period, now. Because <laughs> it seems like all I complain about is, like, that movie used CGI. And, and that's what... Bob, like, the last Fast and the Furious movie, they used uh, CGI for the race. At the beginning of the movie, I just fucking turned it off because it looked like a video game. And those are, like, some of my favorite movies. And uh, this one, they I mean, you got to watch it. Blood. I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but but you ha you do have to watch the newest Fast and the Furious. Uh, especially <laughs> I as, give a, it a, as a fellow fan, you you got to watch it. 
I'll give it a shot. I just think that like, I think it, I don't know if it was your show. It, I, it had to be either your show. I don't listen to hardly anything that talks about <laughs> pop culture at all, unless it's wrestling. But uh, somebody mentioned, oh no, it was the Action Boys. They talked about how like back in the 80s, like if they were going to use CGI, they flashed onto it for like a second and then went off of it. They didn't like just the whole movie wasn't CGI. So watching the beginning of this movie where real blood was all over the place and it looked slippery with blood was so fucking refreshing for me. Yeah. They actually like put a bunch of blood on people and stuff like that. It's not you're not watching like so many movies. It is like you're just literally watching a Pixar cartoon. Like I am like seeing real people for a little bit. And then it's like this long uh, break where we just watch a cartoon together before the real people come back. It's why I I actually and this is like one of my unpopular opinions is like I don't really love the John Wick movies, despite being like a fan of uh, despite being a fan of like pretty much every single action movie that comes out. The John (laughs) Wick movies use the CGI blood and it like I don't know if. Like, it just doesn't feel like they're killing anybody, which I know that sounds psychotic to say, (laughs) but for some reason I want it. I want it to splurt on. I want to feel like there was blood all over the place after they killed that guy. And that's blade is so, I mean, other than like, cause I also like that. Like you get a definite death for the vampires and blade, like right away you're introduced to like, they turn into ash and like fire and just go away. I, I fucking love you see those vampires explode their skeletons blade stabs them sometimes. So they bleed like right there. They don't immediately die. There's this film is so violent and so like just fun. Like uh, Brian, you said this before, uh, on when we were talking about it, like about how much blade like hates the vampires. That's my favorite thing about this movie is that like blade has like a pure hate for the bad guys and which makes you hate the bad guys like i i fucking hate those vampires they're the worst and blade never explains like they give you sort of a reason why he hates vampires at the oh, beginning with his i mom. do want to say like the in so in all these new superhero films you guys spend like an hour explaining the original story the original right. story of Blade is about 60 seconds long, and it tells you everything you need to know about him. His mother was bitten by a vampire while she was pregnant with him, inducing the labor. That's it. And he hates them. He hates that them. is a perfect reason. <laughs> that is a perfect reason for somebody to dedicate their life to hating and killing vampires. <laughs> yeah. There's no, like, I don't need more than that. I don't need to see how Blade, like, picked his gear and stuff (laughs) where he found his sword or all like all this shit that you see now or or like in han solo where you find like you find out when he gets his gun white when he got the name we don't find out when a blade got his name we're actually uh, surprised (laughs) when when his mom gives him a real name Well, and the thing is, the actual cool thing about that is, is there's nothing missing from this movie, right? They're, they're like, no. they spend no time. They spend 60 seconds explaining why, how he was born and how that happened. And then we know that his weapons are made by Whistler. Like, there, there's nothing. I'm not missing anything. I know how everything is done, you know? No, they just hunt fucking vampires. Like that's yeah. what they do. Like it's their it's their job. They're working class uh, heroes on the real. I know 
a lot of revisionists are trying to say that Spider-Man is a working class hero. You don't see Blade and Whistler hanging out with Tony Stark, okay? <laughs> they don't have a billionaire for a best friend. They're underground. How do they make their money? By killing vampires and selling off their jewelry. How cool is that? <laughs> and like, I, the reason Blade was interesting to me is because Leslie told me about it after uh after black panther came out I, I saw black panther and i was like hey that was pretty good i don't see why people are so mad about it and shit now if i watched it again i would hate it now i can guarantee it i got no joy from that movie there was like no joy i feel like i think I, it hit the same buttons as a decent political speech you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's not what i'm looking for in an action movie and then right. uh he just said like i, I mean i was interested in blade from the moment that you that leslie was kind of bringing up that like saying this is the first black superhero completely erases like these these movies that were fucking crazy successful that people love still to this day when i said i was watching blade like people were like oh i'm so jealous you get to watch this for the first time <laughs> Yeah, the only difference between this and Crank is that you have vampires in this, so you have to spend a little bit of time having them be like Arch and Brood and stuff. Other than, and Blade has to brood a little bit more too. He does a lot. Of, Wesley Snipes does a damn fair bit of brooding in this film, and I love it. I love he cre he brought this character to life better than any of the writers or anything in the comic books. Like he he should get all the royalties from Blade uh, because of these performances. First of all, he's cool. Like there's nothing like they spent so much time with the aesthetic to make him cool, and it's like you know we didn't get we haven't talked about it but near the end of the movie he has the dumbest line of like any movie i've ever yeah. seen <laughs> but like i just thought it was i was like that's cool man that's like people trying to ice skate uphill that's impossible cool <laughs> <laughs> whatever you, you say like i'm like scared i'm like whatever you say dude <laughs> <laughs> It works like people end up liking, it, even though it makes no sense. It, like that's how cool Blade is in this film, and how great his performance is. And like um, the villains, really cool. Like Stephen Dorf at his most Stephen Dorf. I I don't know what. Like he was just a great villain. Like it, it was because in the comics, um, Deacon Frost is just like this old guy with white hair. But instead, they made him like a really like young, handsome white guy. Like the villains are so great in this movie uh this is something that leslie and i talked about with the uh, the crow is that there's a few levels of villains and there's villains with different motivations that are like interesting dudes and donald logue yes. is so fucking good in this movie yeah. i love that every time you feel like he is getting you know, every time you feel like, oh, he's really going to get him, he gets his arm cut off again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he has that perfect mix of, like, menace and, like, humor. Like, it's just, like, you want to see him die, like, half the time. But the other time, like, you kind of want to have him around because he's just so damn fun. <laughs> he is. You, you do. And again, that is another thing. Like, you do want to see these guys die. And I think that's, like, super important for these, for some of these movies is, like, you know, like we talked about uh, Thanos, like, I mean, they gave him almost I know he's killing people, but they did give him like a, a, a motivation 
that there are definitely people on this planet, like maybe Bill Gates, who are like people think that they're doing the right thing by trying to stop like overpopulation. You know what I mean? So like. I, I never, I don't, I, you know, I obviously was not on Thanos' side, but they give you a bunch of reasons to be on his side. And in Blade, they give you no reasons. Like, they don't want you to be conflicted about who <laughs> is going to get killed. All the vampires, like, almost all the vampires are white, except the, for the little black girl, and she's Uncle Tom. Um, uh, Blade's black. Um, they're working class. Blade and Whistler are working class, you know. All the vampires are rich, and they just hang out in penthouses they talk about how they control the cops they control the politicians they have all the power in the world while blade is just having to you know scramble together fight them off the vampires are fucking capitalism and blade is like a revolutionary trying to topple the system by himself and the and the real thing that really makes it is like all the humans who know that vampires exist and still think that and like serve the vampires because they think that one day they'll become a vampire, right? Like they think they're going to become like a capitalist. They think they're going to get the power. But of course, as soon as the, you know, the cop who is Aiden the vampire, who's the familiar, pisses Steven Dorff off, Steven Dorff eats him. Yeah, black black superhero beating the shit out of cops like yes. a bunch in this movie. That's <laughs> one of my favorite things is that that did not happen in black panther i hate to like keep bringing it back but like the reason i watched it is because of you know that whole time there is a totally leftist reading of both blade and blade 2 there's actually in it, like there's a it's better i think the uh capitalism thing is really good in blade 2 because they show people with their with their skin cut so, so that vampires can just feed on them without actually killing them. And that, to me, is that says a lot about the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Because we're all fucking miserable. And we're all like, I always think about how like we're all fucking going to do these shitty jobs that we don't like to do. And we're always being told to sacrifice while like a guy like Elon Musk is smoking <laughs> weed with joints made out of fucking thousand dollar bills. <laughs> I would not believe it if you told me that the writer wasn't intentionally doing it. You know, it is David S. Goyer um, who has... He's written some good stuff and some bad stuff. Like some, he's written some really. It's really. He's a really hard guy to like figure out as like a writer. Because and it's hard to know how much of the greatness is because of you know, of course, the director. He just wrote the script, right? Stephen Norrington uh, directed this, and I really like a lot of his films. I even like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think that's a really good uh, action movie, actually. I complain so much about Hollywood because I feel like a lot of the people writing stuff are just from California or New York mm -hmm. and they're yeah. writing and they're people that are upper, upper middle to upper class and that's the... A lot of their parents wrote things, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, so that's very how you... Cool. That's how you get a job anywhere, though. That, like <laughs> that's the kind of perspective that speaks to everyone in the country is a uh, second generation uh, screenwriter. Brett and I think a lot about sitcoms now because, like, it would be cool. I, obviously, like, it would be cool if we got a chance to like write something because I have never. I've seen a million sitcoms that take place in the middle of the country, and are supposed to be about like you know lower to lower middle class people 
and none of them speak to my experience as a person that lives in Ohio and was broke for fucking 20 years. Yeah, so Blade 1, I really think, has, you know, really good, strong themes, really great action. I love that Wesley Snipes can, like, do all this shit. Like, it's really, like, under... We talked about... Me and Brian talked about this. Like, we don't... We ha- we need more actors who can really, like, kick ass. Like, the... Yeah. You know, just, like, standing in front of CGI and standing in front of a green screen is, like, just not enough. It's not nearly as fun. Or, you know, when it comes to Robert Downey Jr., like, he just Skypes in and they just paste <laughs> his head on the Iron Man body. That's not nearly <laughs> as cool as watching Wesley Snipes just, like, do kung fu on people. But after talking about, like, guys like Wesley Snipes and uh, Jason Statham had a run, but I feel like I don't know what's happened to that guy. Like, everybody really loved him. And really thought he was cool, but then I, I I don't know what happened to him. Like all of our heroes, if you look at those Marvel heroes, like none of those guys are cool, tough guys. No, <laughs> <You know? laughs> like not a single one is somebody that I'd be like, oh, I would love to be a cool, tough guy like that. <laughs> Paul Rudd is like one of our top action stars because you got to consider everybody that's in the the Marvel universe are are. And uh, well, I'll throw in Star Wars too. Those are our action stars. They don't make anything else. That they don't make mid-level action movies anymore. They're gone. That whole thing is gone. Like Blade wasn't a big budget movie. Blade was like a medium budget action movie in an era where about every three or four weeks another medium budget action movie would come <laughs> out. Now we wait for a DC or a Marvel or a Star Wars movie to come out. I have wondered this, and, and I bring it up a lot on Street Fight, too, when, whenever we talk movies, is that, like, when I was growing up, you know, every Friday, every Thursday, The Weekender was, like, this part of the Columbus Dispatch that you could get. And you could look at the movies that were coming out that week, and they had star ratings for each of them, which, by the way, always two and a half stars. Most movies had two and a half stars. <laughs> but, it's a nice, uh, safe, easy rating. <laughs> better than average (laughs) slightly better than average but there was like six movies that came out or four or five you know you would get like a comedy you would get an action movie you would get a drama and you would get like a bunch of different movies and now every week it's i've seen every big budget movie in the theater i've seen right now that, that is out in the theaters in columbus ohio i've already seen them all i've only been to like three movies in the past like month and don't you wish we we could get 18 Austin Powers a year? <laughs> that would be <laughs> don't you wish. Yeah, I, I often wonder why they didn't make, why they didn't just keep making Blade movies. Like, Fast and the Furious was, was from right around that time, and they're never going to stop making those now. So I just, I wonder why, I, I mean, I actually wonder why they haven't decided to reboot it yet. But. Well, we can, well, we can kind of jump ahead to Blade trinity before we talk about blade 2 to answer that question um because they were trying to push wesley snipes out basically Uh, they made blade trinity they were going to try to push him out and start a new spin off a new franchise with ryan reynolds and jessica bill as like the white blades basically Uh, (laughs) what a different time it was back then yeah, they can never do that. <laughs> they were like, that how is... do we turn this black franchise into a two-white person, a white person two-hander? 
It does take two white people to be one Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does balance out that way. Yeah, and that really was like the express purpose. There was a lot of controversy. I remember there were like a Blade Trinity message board. Remember when movies used to open up message boards before they came out? They all remember? had to have mods. Every yeah. single movie had to have a moderator. And like Wesley Snipes posted on a, a couple of like cryptic messages, basically confirming that you know they were trying to push him out, and it was kind of bullshit. Like he didn't really get along with Dave. They let David Goyer direct the third one, which was <laughs> obviously a huge mistake because it's a really bad movie. It doesn't let, have any of the charm of the other two movies. None, none. They kill Whistler again, even after they brought him back in um, Blade Two. It has Triple H in it for some fucking reason Ugh. uh um terrible wrestler um fucking guy who just needs to go away but will never go away we have to deal with it if you're not a wrestling fan you probably don't know who triple h is and that eats him up inside like he <laughs> thought he was going to be like a hollywood guy like the rock but he's never been nearly as talented he's not even like a stone cold hollywood career guy no, I, I, you know what? No, I did. I did want to bring this up. There is a really great vertical suplex in uh, Blade One. It, it makes no sense, but that you would do that in a fight. But there is a beautiful vertical suplex. No, that. actually, it's Blade Two, so we can okay. jump into that. Okay, it's yeah, actually cool. Blade Two. It, a blade, vertical suplex does not make sense when you're fighting vampires, but he does do it in Blade Two, and. I feel like there's been some revisionism going on that Blade Two is better than Blade One. I don't. I I've never gotten him, but I do think Blade Two is still pretty good. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still like a really like solid action movie. That's a lot of fun. It is. I love movies where everybody turns against the hero too. Like I, I I'm I'm a real big fan of that. Um, didn't love the the bad guys in Blade Two. Like the actual like uh monster looking guys because i liked in blade one that the bad guys were kind of cool and like slick and these were just ugly mean dudes you know <laughs> yeah originally the original plan was it's supposed to be morbius um from marvel comics who's a oh, wow. living living vampire so they're making he has, a morbius movie now right Isn't yeah it one of the ones yeah. sony is like they're like i guess we could give a shot to every single spider-man character morbius why not hey sony underrated like venom was good um, i want to we'll watch it i've heard good go things back i've heard for good venom <laughs> it's wonderful i i will preface this by saying that like i went to see that movie with brett and all the chapo guys and a professional wrestler friend of mine alex keller so it was actually pro it could have been the group i was with that was having fun <laughs> but tom hardy is fucking crazy in that movie no will described it like this you never know what words are going to come out of his mouth in that movie <laughs> because he or which accent like sometimes he sounds like rocky for like no fucking reason at all he's the most likable marvel superhero by fucking far for, <laughs> I, I think for ever like because I like that, like that they're losers. He's a loser. He's like, I'm a loser from my planet. You're a loser from your planet. We're just a couple of fucking losers. Like, it, I felt so good watching that movie <laughs> for some reason. 
But I, I am, I want to say, I am looking at pictures of Morbius because I was not a comic book fan, and they really didn't pull that off in Blade Two. <laughs> no, they they did change it deliberately. I don't know what just because Guillermo del Toro, I guess, they didn't like it. But Jared Leto will play Morbius in the Sony uh, uh, movie, so I'm looking forward to like the leather, like daddy stuff from blade coming back into vogue with this morbius film it may it may, it may be happening like golf uh, is your time again now <laughs> well yeah that is the other great thing about this movie is that like it doesn't it harkens back to like the older fun movies where the music was actually fun because the thing that i've been really frustrated with in movies except for deadpool i think it's fine in deadpool is the uh, ironic music during yeah. action scenes. I'm so fucking yeah. tired of ironic music during fights. I want new metal to come back in during <laughs> fights. Yes. Yeah, try to make it look cool during fights. Uh, uh, how about <laughs> how about like it like we make it like get everyone pumped up or whatever during fights rather than I don't know whatever uh, uh, James Gunn has on his iTunes. Who the band of all those people who married to each other and cheat on each other. Um Blonde woman, Stevie Nicks, uh, <laughs> Fleetwood Fleet Mac. Mac. Jack, why are you pretending like you don't know who Fleetwood Mac is? Come I don't on. know. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hall and Oates is the uh, like they I, like you can picture them playing like a you make me and like it doesn't even it doesn't come off as fucking clever anymore like a million fucking movies have done it now that like it would be nice to get back to either like classical music or EDM techno music or metal because that's what a fight that's the kind of music that happens during a fight. What's the song that he plays when he comes out the vampire? When he comes out the blood tub in this film, he's blade his as lowest point. He's been drained of all his blood, and he drop. And for some reason, they have a pit of blood below him. But bad planning, bad architecture <laughs> from the vampires. Like if you're gonna kill Blade, don't leave a puddle of blood for him to jump in. And it, oh, calling all freaks! Like that's just a yeah. badass like techno fight song, and it's so good. I really think that the Marvel movies are very the Marvel movies, the Star Wars movies. They're afraid to be compared to uh, the older action movies now, like to a, a Crank or something like that. Where it's like, I mean, there are people. The DC universe is actually getting like interesting because they don't care about the canon. Like they're moving time frames mm -hmm. around. They're doing this weird fucking Joker movie that is a different Joker that's not the real Joker. And it's like that's the kind of thing. Like I, if I'm gonna go see these comic book movies, can they look like yeah different? Can they? That's have actually that's actually how I feel about all this stuff. Is I'm like, if we're gonna just keep doing this stuff, like give it to weird people or something. Like give David Lynch a Star Wars. Like, I, fuck it. Like, let's do it. If it's going to be meaningless, like, just give one to everybody. I want to see everybody's. That's, I mean, I'm at the point now, and, and I just watched Predator 2 last week uh, because I just went back and watched the Predator movies. And uh, I, I miss, like, cynical sequels. I think Blade 2 is sort of an example of one of those cynical, like, they didn't know they were going to make another one, but Blade was successful. So they were like, we got to get another <laughs> fucking Blade out here now. <laughs> and, like, I miss, I almost miss that because at least they were in, you know, Iron Man 2 is, is not different than Iron Man 1. It's fucking the same movie as Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 1. They're all the same movie. You have this long multi-year plan out with all this lore and all the we're going to make this film and then humans and blah 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 and it just feels so like 
you have to stay so safe. You have to paint within the lines. And with this, they were just like, uh, who the fuck's going to make Blade? We need it in six months. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, he's cool, all right? And then he just makes up a bunch of crazy shit about like super vampires, and he goes for it. And it's actually kind of fun. How do we get Whistler back? What, I mean, Whistler's dead. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I didn't like Wonder Woman, they are bringing back Chris Pine to Wonder Woman yeah. too. It makes no sense on any level that he they'll do what they used to do in movies, where it will be like his ancestor that will look exactly like him. Before we <laughs> understood what DNA was, <laughs> like a lot of movies used to do that. Yeah, I love. I mean, uh, uh, another really great is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too. Is one that I think about a lot, where it's like it doesn't tie to any of the other fucking movies. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but at least it's weird. You know what I mean? Like I'm very, I'm very, I I liked Blade too, though, because first of all, the the fight scene, the the first fight where where Whistler's on top of the roof, that weird guy that looks like the Walking Dead dude is in the van. And then he he's in that club with all. No, those that vampires. is the Walking Dead dude. I knew it was him. I thought yeah, it, that's him. I didn't want to say it was him, but he's in the van. And then he goes in, and like that scene goes on for fucking ever, and it's great, and and like it's all violence for like this whole like fifteen minute span of the movie. And also another thing about Blade Two that kicks ass is like Ron Perlman. Yes, fucking rules. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, in this movie, I love the bomb on the back of his head because, like, they're, he's so tough and he's, like, a, in this movie, he's so fucking tough. So they had to, like, give Wesley Snipes, like, a uh, like an advantage over him. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking great. What a fucking great movie. Blade, uh, now I'm coming back on Blade 2. I did, I will complain a little bit that, like, I want Blade to hate vampires. Yes. That was in the first one. He irrationally hated him. He was like a, a clansman for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I like. I th- Yeah, because the whole premise is, of course, he teams up with some vampires to fight some more vampires, which is like, I don't know. It kind of muddies the anti-capitalist uh, narrative of the Blade universe. It's like he's there are some good vampires like the po- whole po- like he kind of has a romance with uh, the female vampire, uh, Nisa, I think it might, my name may might be. But yeah, he kind of has like a little romantic thing with her where he, he kind of learns that, you know, she's actually a person too, which is bullshit. She's a vampire. He's trying to change it from inside, guys. He's trying to change yes. the vampires <laughs> from the inside. But there are, uh, this movie had great weapons. Like, it's like, that's one of the things about Blade 2 is that they looked at what people liked about Blade 1 and they did try to give you some of that stuff because the weapons in this movie are so fun. The, the light weapons and all the all the new stuff, Th- that stuff's cool. And there's some good there's good fights like it has everything it needs to have. They just muddied up the fucking story. Oh, absolutely. I can tell like he had. Like a lot of fun doing this because he did it two more times with Hellboy and Hellboy 2 uh, starring Ron Perlman. 
I need to see those movies, man. I don't know why I haven't seen Hellboy. Yeah, you definitely do. Like, uh, well, JDB, I do want to ask you how you feel about uh, your your good friend Ron getting replaced by David Harbor as Hellboy. When Hellboy comes out, if you want to do a show on it, you should get a hold of Brett because it's like his favorite movie of all time. Like, he used to watch it with his drug dealer every week when he went over to buy (laughs) weed. (laughs) Now that I've seen Blade, like, I kind of feel like there's a whole section of action movies that i haven't seen that i need to look into uh i tried to watch underworld yeah i was about to say underworld yeah i gave it a shot i i probably need to try it again the, the uh the 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 effects are not they're pretty rough in that movie <laughs> like they didn't spend blade money on underworld no they didn't but there's still like a really good action scene, and it's just fun i like the i really like the tone of it you also gotta check out resident evil Okay. Um, have you you've never seen Resident Evil? I have not. No, I haven't oh, seen any hey. of these mid level. You yeah. will you will enjoy Resident Evil like all. You won't enjoy all six of them, but you want to watch them. <laughs> like it's like st- with the Star Trek movies. Like every other one is great. I think it's one, three, four, and then six are all like uh, really good. The other two are not so great, but worth watching i so missed when they would make six movies like yes like <laughs> they would just take a movie and they would wring every last bit out of it and it wasn't like it wasn't it like they none of them looked the same different directors sometimes different stars and different actors yeah they like they, i missed that in resident evil like they like retcon like some of the endings they'll always have like a really scary ending but then they retcon it and then just change it like immediately like they just don't care they just don't care they just wanted to make whatever was going to be the most fun that year well they're about to do that with infinity war (laughs) oh well that's a little bit different they always plan to retcon that one (laughs) that's a little bit different (laughs) my daughter my wife and daughter that ending was really effective to them but they also, as soon as they like, they were like, my daughter said she cried when Spider Man died in Infinity <laughs> War in the theater. But then by the time we got in the car, she was like, he's going to be back though. And I'm like, yeah, that's why, I mean, that's why, like, there's no consequences to, to this stuff, which is, I, it's fine. They did it in Blade too. They did that with Whistler and Blade. But like, I mean, they gave a funny reason for Whistler coming back. Like, like at least it was a, a strange reason. This is just going to be that Doctor Strange went back in time and fucking changed everything. You know, me and Leslie talked about this and I was comparing the Marvel Universe, the, the MCU to pro wrestling. And that like, so in order to get into pro wrestling, there's I'm just talking about the big company, the WWE. That's five hours of TV every week. And then every three weeks, it's eight hours of TV, which is such a a steep cost of entry that they're just hemorrhaging fans. They're just losing fans. Younger generations are like, yeah, I'm not going to put all my time. And it's the same thing with comic books because I'm an older guy that never read them as a kid. And I'd like to read some of the comic series, but I don't know where to start. I don't know how to get the books. So it's always just like, eh, whatever. There is going to come a time where there's going to be a group of younger people that are going to come in and they're not going to want to go back and watch all these fucking Marvel movies and they're not going to feel like getting into them at that point is worth doing. And that is how they die. (laughs) So if I wanted to have the same experience that you had, it would take an astounding amount of money and work 
for me to have the same experience with the canon as you. And that's why I just don't do it. Yeah, he doesn't have this issue because Marvel literally cannot make a good Blade comic and keep it running. It's so, like, mind-boggling that Wesley Snipes just handed him this on a silver platter and they ha have been able to do absolutely nothing with it. They've gone weird with it with Howard. They let Howard Chicken uh, write it and he got Blade's hand cut off and hell this weird shit happened. They had Bart Sears do it, but, like, and it was actually good and very much like the Blade movies, but it's Bart Sears, so it only lasted for a few issues before he stopped keeping up with the drawing. Um... They brought him into like the Avengers and shit like that. People who sh he should have no more interaction with in the comic books because I I'm sorry, but I the Blade movies were not hurt because there weren't cameos by Spider Man. In it, okay, <laughs> he's coming. Like, he, he's like, coming, Leslie. <laughs> Just yeah, year I know there will be a movie where I will see Blade and Spider Man, John Boyega as Blade and. You know, t Spider Man like teaming up, and like that's so not what we want. We haven't mentioned this, but both these movie movies were rated R, and like for good reason. Like they were, you know, dirty, sexy, filthy, violent movies. Like from the beginning, like the first thing that happens is Tracy Lords grabs uh, uh Lim's dick uh, from the shield. Like that's the first thing that ha yeah. that happens in in this uh, movie based on a Marvel comic. But they understood that they could take this character, take him out of the superhero uh, milieu and create something really special. They actually did this. Marvel did this once with um, the Midnight Suns. If uh, you, this is before all your times, but basically they took like Ghost Rider, Blade and a couple other um, dark characters and just gave them their own little mini universe instead of constantly having like crossovers with like Spider-Man and shit. Yeah, it's way before Marvel Knights and Morbius too, and it was called Midnight Suns, and it was just like these four like horror comics, and like it worked really well. It 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 contextualized them in a way that was really unique and interesting, and led to stuff like the Blade film. What is so hard about Marvel taking, like you said, some of these characters like Ghost Rider and Blade, and some of the lesser known characters, and not making them part of the universe, putting yeah, Ghost Rider. They put Ghost Rider on Agents of Fucking Shield, and he has a car. <laughs> he doesn't even have a mo he has a car, not a motorcycle. Like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> I love those Ghost Rider movies. By the way, I just was a big fan of them. Oh, I really hate them. I really <laughs> hate them. Like, like, because I had Blade. I had Blade in my head. I, I could. I, I was expecting like, like half of them take place in like daylight. Like in the co comic books, you never saw Ghost Rider during the day. But I, I do love Nick Cage, but I, I I couldn't get down with the Ghost Rider movies, even though I did watch them both. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see, I would really like to see Marvel or even DC decide to maybe go rated R, maybe do some fucked up stuff. Just could you please do some fucked up stuff with some of this? <laughs> yeah. Like people aren't like married, like there's 
well, Leslie will, but there's not a millions of people that would be like, if they decided to do some weird shit with Blade, be like, you ruined my childhood. Like, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I will be very defensive of Blade. Just do more of Blade. Do weird shit with all the other ones that have failed. But the, actually, the funny thing is, like, these movies were successful and they kind of just sunk the franchise on purpose because they didn't want to deal with Wesley Snipes anymore. And like, is the rumor true that when Ryan Reynolds was on there or that on Blade Trinity, they said, not if you're white, don't talk to Wesley Snipes because that made me really love this movie. I hope so too. That's the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think we've, we've talked about how great these Blade films are. Don't watch Trinity, I guess, because the soundtrack's really good. Like Eye Against Eye by Most Def, one of the best songs of all time, is on the soundtrack. But other than that, it's it's not really a good film. The TV show is actually pretty decent. Like, what? There's a TV show? (laughs) Yeah, it it only ran for like one season, half a season on Spike TV when it was rebranded as like the Man Channel. They were trying to do original (laughs) content, and they had Sticky Fingers playing Blade, and it's actually pretty decent like it's like of that era like you know action tv show and it was actually pretty fun oh i remember it i'm gonna have to check it out now yeah and there, there is a blade anime i haven't watched it yet it was when marvel was doing all those anime shows which for some reason they don't like promote or advertise that much i don't really get it like um you would think that would make them a ton of money but they like abandon that project but i haven't watched that yet but it looked cool um but yeah played fantastic movie fantastic character completely abandoned by marvel they're gonna bring it back and it's gonna suck unfortunately your show is one of my favorite podcasts like as soon as it comes into the feed i i i i listen to it as soon as it comes into the feed like i have like tiers of podcasts (laughs) wow that means so much yeah that's really uh you are the only uh, pop culture stuff that I listen to that's not wrestling. And and I want to well, bring up, Leslie, we're both in trouble from a lot of listeners because uh, Terminator 2 wasn't on our action movie show. Oh, so yeah, I, I know, you know, I know. I would have put Terminator 1 on before Terminator 2 anyway. So I, 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 think, I think Terminator, I like Terminator 1 better. I, I can't wait till people get mad at you for saying you didn't really like the Raid Redemption 2. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, about 100 people were in my shit yesterday. Like, how could you talk about action movies and not talk about Terminator 2? And I just <laughs> like, it's kind of a soulless movie now yeah because we're not it. basic okay thanks for having me on guys i yeah, really appreciate it was nice exciting thank you wow. so much for coming on peace later Prince of darkness, they walk through the rays of light. 
to this beat of vampire. I'm the prototype. The shape shifting mirror image flash prototype. The everlasting division, the red blood type. He was born perfect. And just like the great white shark, this guy has never had to Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.